All right, folks, welcome back to Building with Bluebird. Today, we have a great show for you. On today's episode, we have our special guest, James from the company Plungy. Plungy is an award-winning pool company who specialize in premium precast concrete pools. The range of pools aren't just an innovative product solution. They're a revolutionary process solution that gives builders more control over the projects and Australians a faster and easier solution to owning a premium concrete swimming pool. So let's jump straight in. Welcome to Building with Bluebird, the design and renovation podcast brought to you by Christian Case and Jeremy Thomason, directors of Bluebird Design and Build. Highlighting the do's and don'ts of renovating or building your dream home, this podcast will give you the insider's guide to the home building journey. As well as interviewing other industry specialists, Christian and Jeremy bring their knowledge and expertise to the table for you, the people. Now, let's get into this episode. And if you enjoy, please like, share and subscribe. Great. So, this is James from Plungy. Thanks Thank for coming in. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks for coming in. For sure. How long have you been working at Plungy for? About three and a half years. So, I'm actually employee number two oh. in, the, oh. uh, in the history Who's of Plungy. Who's number one? Heath. He's actually part of our finishing crew in the factory. So, obviously, yeah, Benny Peterson was the founding GM of the group. And basically, as soon as he got the product to a kind of commercial release level, sort of the next step was to hire somebody to help him to sell sort of scale production. And then once sort of the production line was established, awesome. uh, bring on sales and marketing. So what is a plungy? A plungy is a precast concrete swimming pool, essentially set out to, I guess, change the way that the residential construction industry looked at how they delivered pools within scope, within budget, within timelines easier. Obviously, as you guys would know, the trend in construction is moving towards prefabrication and offsite construction just to speed things up and minimize trades and minimize supply chain disruption and all the things that we're used to juggling with now in the industry. So yeah, I wanted to take a new lens to swimming pools, which really hadn't been touched from an innovation perspective since around the 1940s, I think the last time that a traditional pool industry was touched by the innovation wand. Do you know how the guys came up with the idea in the first place? They just see a big sort of water tank full of water and think they could jump in it or... It was actually a bit of a Captain Planet moment between a few of the founding sort of investors and brains around the table. So obviously Ben Peterson was the founding GM. He at the time was already working for Ty, our managing director. So Ty owns a stable of companies under Venlo Investments. Kind of the main company back then was the Evolve Group, which was Australia's largest injected molded plastic company. Right. So he was very passionate around scalable manufacturing, reshoring jobs and bringing sort of supply chains back into Australia. So he kind of looked at the pool industry and was like, this is quite broken, very, very labor intensive. Yeah. Obviously takes three to four months to- Hugely you know, weather dependent. Hugely weather dependent. Yeah. Interestingly enough, in that group, they also own pool ride pool equipment. And so they actually thought launching their own pool company was a way of selling pool equipment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it's a good way to do it. They yeah. complement each other. That's it. You know, vertically integrate into your industry and it, Within about three or four months from that kind of concept coming together, Plungy sort of outgrew Poolwright very quickly. And yep. you know, obviously now turns over and it's a lot bigger than Poolwright is now. And I think didn't realize at that time just how much of a compelling opportunity Plungy actually was for the residential construction industry, even more so than the pool industry. Yeah, because you guys weren't called Plungy back then, were you? No, we were called the Plunge Pool Company. Yeah. And then the product was called Plungy. Yeah. Funnily enough, I was being interviewed by like a development educator and he was like, are you guys the plungeable company or are you plungy? And I'm like, 
where's the plungeable company that the product's called Plunge? He goes, that's really confusing. Yeah. You need to choose. And it was around the time that, yeah, Beth was the marketing manager at the time. And Beth's like, let's just rebrand to Plunge in. Yeah. Yeah. The rest is history. It looks great. Yeah, it and, does. Um, definitely not confusing job. either. So For sure. It's, it's definitely become quite a big buzzword in the industry. And yeah. people are starting to call other types of plunge pools plungies, plungies yeah. which is yeah. the whole trademark that yeah, the old yeah. esky yeah, 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 yeah. thing so yeah. we made sure we had the little r on there yeah. so yes yeah, so, yeah i think you guys rebranded to that when we used you on that chelmer job for sure was, yeah. that was a difficult site for us so plungy was a good option for that one That's yeah it's it. definitely like a game changer as well in terms of the pool market because obviously you've got traditional pools which is your dig and or concrete and then yep. you've also got fiberglass and then now you've got the plunge pool, plungies now, that they're precast concrete. For sure. And the thing is, maybe if listeners have never seen it, the plunge pool can actually sit out of the ground. So we did one, a project, which was the first time we worked with you guys. And around the sides, I think three of the sides, there's a drop of at least 1.5 all the way around. So this pool itself sits out of the ground as a feature. Yeah, it looks lovely. The river half. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's the one. Yep. So this product, I think, is definitely a game changer in terms of aesthetic-wise but also installation-wise. So yeah, sure. do you want to touch on how you guys sort of operate from where to go? So if somebody comes to you and engages and purchases a pool, yep. what's the next steps? For sure. So obviously for us, the key point with Plungy is having a installation solution for the pool. So any given week, we'll get thousands of phone calls or emails or web inquiries from a lot of the consumer markets. So Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Smith want to add a pool to their existing property. For us, kind of the main route to market for us is people who are considering or about to embark on a building project. So yep. targeting a lot of architects, developers, builders themselves. But you know, in the consumer space, it's really finding those people who are about to embark on that journey where Plungy can fit into that project for them. Yeah. Obviously we do have kind of a handful of, you know, Plungy dealers scattered around the country that look after that consumer space that want to sort of add a pool to their existing property. But our kind of core channel to market is really working with guys like yourself who are looking for adding a pool into your client's projects. Yep. So you will sell direct to public still? We would do. Yeah. Obviously with like a lot of education behind it around what they need to do. Because obviously with pools, they need to be certified. You have to have a trade qualified low rise resi builder or a pool building license to install that product. So as much as you can make the product look really consumer friendly, like almost an e-com solution for a pool, there is a big educational process around what's required to work with it. That being said, obviously Plungy, we set out to solve so much of those on-site complexities that it is as close as you could possibly get to a plug and play pool solution. So pool itself is pre-specified and pre-engineered for A, S, M, H1 and H2 site classifications. Yep. Yep. And that extends to its standardized footings and a standardized installation process that the way that we present that to a consumer or a layman audience, they understand the gist of what's required for it. And then obviously a builder gets out how to work with this kit and it's a real no-brainer versus the traditional pool industry that they like to create a lot of black magic and complexity and stuff like that to make both the building audience and the consumer audience think that getting a pool is complicated. With Plunge, we've kind of set out to tear down that veil of smoke and mirrors yeah a little bit which i think is why the building industry is really partnered with us and kind of became the mate of of plungy and yeah they're starting to pop up everywhere yeah so the thing is like what we saw i guess product is it's basically tick and flick so you go on your website you choose your size how many sizes do you have four sizes four sizes so yep so they come in rectangle and circle yep so got a 3.5 meter round plungy arena 3.6 by 2.2 plungy studio 
4.6 by 2.5 original and yep. the 6 meter by 3 meter plungy max, which is actually the world's largest precast concrete monolithic. Yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah. Are we going to be getting a four by eight at any time? Oh, we get asked a lot. One of the challenges with plunging, kind of talk to your previous question as well, Christian, around the process, you know, obviously for plungy, it's craned into site. Yes. So yeah. access plays such a big, big part in, in working out the cost efficiencies and yeah. the logistics efficiencies of working with plungy. Yep. Everyone's like, make me a seven by three or yeah. make me an eight by four. Six by three for us at the moment, based on our current manufacturing process is kind of the upper limit of where you would lose the ability to crane that in with a frana crate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is obviously the most cost effective and easiest way to get a pool onto a site. We have worked with builders on projects where there's been very large cranes on site. We had one in Barton, another one in West End. Both of those cranes were sort of north of 20 grand to crane the pools in, you know, 40 meter reach down embankments and things like that to get into a location. But Interestingly enough, you know, you compare that to the cost of doing a traditional pool on those sites and it's still really compellingly yeah. cost effective. Yeah. And obviously there's an efficiency with time too. For sure. Especially when you're starting a build, a lot of the time the pool will be in the backyard. Yeah. So to have to do a traditional pool, you're talking about months. And if you're only doing a new house, sometimes you don't have site access at all. So you won't be able to physically get down the back of the house. Yeah. That plays a big role, I for think, sure. from a builder's perspective. Yeah. For us, it's around educating both architect, developer, builder, and their client about the right time to consider and plan their pool. Yeah. A lot of our early marketing message was all around, choose a builder who's going to look after you and then tell your builder you want a plungy because there's no better time for <laughs> the pool when you're planning your build. Yes. Yeah. Because again, you know, if the pool's up the back of the site, yep. as soon as you've poured footings, it becomes more and more challenging the closer you get to that point where site access or full drive-in access is gone. Yeah. And um, as you said, once you need a longer reach, like the bigger cranes become more expensive correct. and longer time on site. Yeah, so, everything yeah. gets harder. So get them in early. Get it in, yeah. yeah. So more often than not, builders are putting them in within the first week of construction. So site's cut, you know, you dig the footing for the pool, crane the pool in, gets delivered with a pre-fitted construction cover. Yep. You basically forget about the pool. For yeah, the we've been storing materials on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Tap are, on top of it. yeah, those covers are awesome. So yeah. Stacking stuff on them. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. So we've actually had more storage on site. Yeah. So then once you've obviously selected your size and yep. you figured out your site, what's the finishes that you've got on the internals of the pool? Yeah, so our pools are delivered. You can either select it with a raw concrete internal to allow a client to choose to tile it in situ. Or we'll deliver it with a thermopolymer coating called Eco Finish, yep. which is essentially like a powder coat for the interior of the pool. So that comes in six different colors. Again, you can add a coping tile to that and integrate it with the surrounding tiles and stuff like that as well to really lift the aesthetic and tie the pool in aesthetically to the property. Yeah. So we've done three of them now. The one at Graceful, we've just poured concrete over the lid of the pool to create a concrete coping, uh-huh. which yeah, is so going to get honed. Yeah, yep. honed concrete lip around it and yep. then there'll be a tile band around that and then what was the one at Newgate? That was sort of like half out of the ground, yep. semi-exposed. Yep. And what was the finish around the edge of that? That was just natural. So we left that natural yep. and then the one at Graceville. Again, really? top was all natural and then a tile. tile band inside, yeah. Yeah, so we've changed it up a few times just on those three alone. Obviously there's versatility. Yeah, yeah. you can do whatever you want to it, I guess. That's it. It's something that's really cool about Plungy. Like, obviously, it's really fast and easy and cost-effective solution for getting a premium concrete pool into a project. But then the way that you aesthetically finish it with some of those, you know, simple finishes can really elevate it to hit 
a higher end aesthetic. Yeah. So it's plungy finds its way into, you know, a Metricon home in an outer suburb, yep. but also on the rooftop of Mason, yep. yep. River Hearth House, you know, some of the most premium residential projects in Brisbane and Plungy can find its way into all of those solutions because it's only limited by the yeah. imagination and expertise of the trades in and around it. The thing is with finishes as well, like we've left a couple of them raw. With the ones that sit out of the ground, we've left raw on the outside. Yeah. And then obviously the ones in the ground we do nothing with on yeah. the external, but I've seen them tiled, I've seen them rendered, I've seen timber battens or aluminium battens fit yeah. into the outside of them to finish it off. So there's quite a few different directions you can head down, just it's limited by your imagination. For sure. And straight off the back of the truck, it's a class two precast finish. So again, it's very aesthetically pleasing straight off the truck. It'll age really well and weather really well. And, you know, obviously off form concrete these days is really popular. Yes. So high run design. So cancel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then when obviously it's all installed and you've got your finish and then how do you go about running services to it? Obviously we've installed a few of them and we've seen that everything's sort of plug and play there. For sure. So we deliver the pool pre-fitted with all of its primary plumbing fixtures. So the pool arrived pre-fitted with its skimmer box, you know, LED light, eyeball returns and everything like that, which are all plumbed out and capped off next to the skimmer. That makes it nice and easy from an infill perspective. If you're going in the ground, you don't need to access that void as soon as the pool's put in the ground. But then again, if it's above ground, it's almost like Lego, you know, you've got the, the connections all sitting there. Basically, then you'd then engage either your plumber on site or a pool technician to come out and install the equipment package to the pool. So, so you guys supply equipment package? We do, yes. Yeah. Yep. So we've got three different packages. So we actually partnered with Reese and their Hendon brand for our pool equipment these days. So we've got like a base, an eco and a smart eco package that kind of solves sort of the needs of most of the market. Can source other bits and pieces if someone's got a need for like a freshwater pool or things like that as well. We can certainly source those things. But yeah, it makes it very simple, almost like a McDonald's principle where you choose what pool you want, what color you want, what equipment you want. Again, it's bringing that real simplicity things because as you guys know, a client's got enough decisions to make yeah. in their project. They get to the pool process and they're like, oh God, I've got to think about this now. We kind of want to create something that's so simple that when it gets to the selection phase of a build, you know, the pool should be as easy as choosing the color yeah. of your bench top. And so, you know, having those sort of plug and play solutions with partnering with Reese has been great. And also you can heat them. Obviously, we're doing one that's got a heater in at the moment. Yeah, so the sides of the pools lend themselves very well to operate as a spa and a pool. All right. So you can plumb up spa jets to the pool as well. Oh, really? Which what about is really swimming against them? Can you do those ones? Not yet. Right. It's in our kind of new product development queue at the moment. So the pools themselves are only 90 mil thick. Yeah. Yep. So we've really pushed the boundaries of our engineering to keep the pool nice and efficient yep. and aesthetically pleasing and light. Most of the good quality swimming jets that would give you the right experience of a swimming pool require too much bulk of concrete to yeah, remove okay. from it. We could sell like a retrofit kit, but they're loud, inefficient. They just won't work. Yeah. And I think if you don't have the right solution for that, you know, a swim jet installed in a pool would end up like the treadmill, which ends up being the clothes <laughs> rack in the corner <laughs> yeah. of the lounge room. I think a lot of people think they want a swim jet and yeah. they never turn it on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> and so what's the most popular size? It kind of hopscotches around from month to month. It's definitely split between the original 4.6 by 2.5 and the yep. max, Yeah, yep. you know, depending on kind of the type of projects that we've got flowing through our pipeline. So yep. we do get a lot of big multi-residential projects these days, which tend to kind of spec in the studio and the original. So yeah, interestingly enough, last week delivered, you know, another seven pools into a Hutchies and Sandbox development project down at Runaway Bay. Yeah, um, it's cool seeing them get craned up onto roofs yeah. and things like that. 
that type of scale, I think, just screams the capability of the product. Like yeah. Those Hutchies jobs, you know, they're delivering seven pools and placing seven pools on the footing and putting that pool zone of that project to rest in one morning. Yeah, yeah that's and pretty crazy. The construction manager is just like, how good is this? You yeah. know, in the past, I've either had a traditional pool builder there for months yeah. trying to get that done. It's and they package work, working around up. each other. Yeah. Back in the day, they would also do like Caulfield block walls and they're waterproofing yeah. them and yeah. hacking that together into a pool, yeah. in inverted commas. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, they're pretty versatile product and we've yeah. seen them, I guess, used across multiple products now, or I guess projects. Where are you guys sort of leading to next, I guess, in terms of next products or like obviously you've spoke about different sizing. Yep. What's the next step, I guess, for Plungy? For sure. It's probably obviously looking at the markets down south around kind of the spa market and things like that. Yep. So potentially moving into a kind of bolt-on solution or a smaller solution that would tick off a premium concrete spa. Pool and spa together that For could sure. be sort of fit together. Yeah. yeah. So we get a lot of kind of inquiries around that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously you kind of look beyond kind of pools like where Plungy could take owning precast concrete technology in the whole landscape space. Yeah. But for us, what's most important is making sure that we partner really closely with the architecture, design and building community to go what problems need solving. Because yes, there might be demand from consumers for certain things, but unless the product actually solves a problem in the construction industry, so unless we're actually making a builder's life easier, I don't think Plungy should play in any space that doesn't make a builder's life easier. So for us, it's all around kind of working with guys like yourself to get that kind of feedback and go, where are those headaches in that landscape? Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, obviously there's huge growth left. I think we've only scratched the surface on the precast pool space in Australia. So how many pools are you guys pumping out a month at the moment? So at the moment, we're doing around sort of two to 300 pools a month in Australia. So again, we think we've only scratched the surface of what that market size would be in Australia. Interestingly enough, like in Australia, I think roughly, and the numbers are are quite skewed and often unreliable, but circa thirty to 35,000 traditional pools across traditional concrete and fiberglass pools are built a year. In Australia, between 200 and 250,000 new homes are built every year. And then you add on top of that how many homes are improved every year. And so for Plunge, it's like, well, what do we need to do to get a slice of that construction pie rather than a really big slice of the pool pie? Yeah. And so we're kind of, I think, creating a new kind of market cap for pools by delivering a better solution. Well, especially Uh, at the moment, like pool builders are in massive demand. So we're hearing of pool builders normally doing 100 pools a year, now doing 200. Yeah. And there's at least a six-month wait to get them in. I guess this is where you guys come in on your own, where the builder just digs a hole. We have to put a slab down, obviously, to hold the pool. Yep. But then, yeah, as you said, it can be just delivered one morning and then we're good to go. It's quick, yeah. yeah so yeah. we obviously looked at that at the beginning of COVID, sort of realized that the demand on the residential construction industry was going to be huge, which meant pools by association would also yeah. be in big demand. So started the process of launching our production facility down in Victoria just to spread the burden of production across two sites. We're now in a position where we can deliver north of 3,000 pools a year in Australia today. And that can just scale in terms of bringing on another mould and bringing on more finishing crews to scale that up. What's uh, the wait time on a plungy at the moment, roughly when, speaking? When do you need it? Today's, Tomorrow. Yeah. So literally, <laughs> like last week, a builder just wanders into our factory yep. at Pink and Bar. He's like, how does this all work? I'm yeah. like, oh, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? How did you get access? <laughs> like, but he was working on a sort of lift and renovate property in New Farm. Yeah. 
And literally his traditional pool builder that he would normally work with is not returning his phone calls, just can't fit him in. He's like, I have to kick on with this build. As soon as I start working on the new footings of this house, I've got no access. He goes like, I need a pool next week. Like, can you help me? I'm like, mate, I'll send you a pool tomorrow. What do you need? Yeah. Oh, how um, good's that? Because for us, like Plungy, I kind of refer to us as a finish to order manufacturer. So we will project out what number of pools in what number of sizes for the next 90 odd days and then, you know, vary that accordingly. By doing so, a pool is anonymous until the time it's essentially on the back of a truck on its way to a site. So if people's projects get moved around because of weather or site yeah. delays or anything like that, I can sell that pool to somebody else. And within five to six days, I can have that pool replaced in our production line. Yeah. So our lead time really effectively is five to six days, yeah. which is just crazy. Yeah, well, I know. We, I had to hold up on site with, I think we had weather. That was a while back. And I rang the guys and I was like, oh, what happens if I can't take the pool? And you're like, oh, I think we can sort you out. Yeah. You're right. So that sort of flexibility is. is And it wasn't you guys, it was the delivery guys. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're pretty busy, but we'll fit you in. So they just sort of held onto the pool. Yeah. And then just dropped it back out when they had time, which is great. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like this is dropping something to a mate. That's it. It's great. And obviously, you know, big shout out to Universal Cranes here in Brisbane. Like they've been an amazing partner. Yeah. I've been awesome to work with when we've used them. Yeah. And for us, like Chelmer as well, that was pretty crazy. The. Probably, yeah, it was like one of the windiest days yeah. of this pool just floating in the air. <laughs> yeah. They were pretty nervous about the water tank. Yeah. I remember the plunge, they were like, they used to sweat and then yeah. the, yeah, it was the, too light. Bit of a tea bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was during the echo winds. It was out of control down yeah. there and because we we're on the river. Yeah. But yeah, the great thing about obviously the availability, obviously yep. at the moment, is just everybody wants everything now. So yeah. trying to get that product as quick as possible is just ideal for anybody. For sure. Especially in that multi res space. It's just you sit back and watch that on video and you're like, how would the traditional pool industry keep up with that solution? And it's exciting. Yeah. So just, I guess, with architects, have they been a hard sell? You know, some architects are a bit like, oh, no, it's got to be artisan or it's got to be this and that. Have they been sort of a hard sell? Because you guys have gone on a pretty big marketing push over the last couple of years. Yeah. For us, the architectural community was probably the most sensitive to kind of that early reaction to the market was like, is this a real pool? Yeah. So like people look at, I guess the speed, the ease, the price and all that sort of stuff. And they're like, it's not a real pool. So it was kind of a a lot of educational content had to go out to educate the whole industry that it is a highly prescribed, highly engineered, efficient, exacting product that can find its way into these high-end projects and kind of FOMO kicks in and keeping up with the Joneses kick in and then the rest of the market starts to react. So. I remember back when we first kind of met, you know, yeah. and around kind of the River Hub project was one of kind of those first projects that really screamed, hey, you can use Plungy in architecture and construction of this yeah. kind of level. And sort of since then, Plungy's then found its way into, you know, a lot of Grayer and Kelder and Hogg and Lamb yeah. and Joey Adset and a lot of those kind of high-end architects, which has really elevated the perception of the brand. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the brick concept, right? Like it's a brick is a brick is a brick but it's what the builder does with the brick. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. You know, a brickworks brick will end up in a multi-million dollar home as well as a two or $300,000 home. It's what the builder does with that brick that elevates it to that aesthetic. So bit of a simplified yeah. comparison, <laughs> but that's kind of what we view with Plungy. It really is the best building material to use when delivering a pool into a project. Yeah, sweet. Well, we've definitely enjoyed installing them and it's always been pretty easy, so... Hopefully we'll see a few more popping up around Absolutely. the place. Absolutely. No, it's been great working with you guys and 
seeing the type of projects that you've been using it for. And yeah, definitely your advocacy has been great over the years as well. And whatever speeds things up and creates less headaches for us, it's amazing. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing what other products you guys start pulling out. For sure. Look forward to the spa thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. one thing. I've seen a few, you put glass on some of them. We can do. You don't uh, want to? Yeah. <laughs> so again, like for Plungy, it's the scalability yep. and the standardization of our manufacturing process that makes us fast, yep. easy and cost efficient. So anything that turns that pool into a specific solution, so it yep. can only be destined for that project, creates some complexity for yep. us. Have I just opened a can of worms for you guys? You have. I'm <laughs> edit that out. I sound like a politician giving this answer. I'm like, oh, we can, but we can't. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But certainly there are It moves away from your thing of efficiency. efficiency yeah. For like for us, us, it's important not to try and be everything to everyone. Yeah. And obviously, traditional pool builders are the artisans of the pool industry. Like yep. they can build whatever, whatever you need in terms of glass walls, curve, the extra bench spaces, all that sort of stuff. And yep. as you guys would know, you'll always get that client that yep. wants something custom and yep. bespoke to them. Obviously, that's where the traditional pool industry... It comes at a cost of money yeah. and time. That's it, yeah. yeah. And so for us, it's around focusing on being a really simple and efficient solution for the pool rather than trying to be fancy. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are fancy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. No worries. No, thanks, guys. Be fun. Cheers. Thanks, guys. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to Building a Bluebird. We hope you got some great information out of today's episode. If there are any questions or topics you want us to cover, or even if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out via our Instagram, which is bluebird underscore db, or head to our website, www.bluebirddb.com.au, and contact us through there. Make sure you also like, share, and subscribe so you don't miss out on any exciting future episodes. All the information that has been discussed during this podcast is purely based off our own personal experiences and those experiences of our guests. The information, advice and opinions presented are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. We recommend you obtain professional advice in regard to any of the topics discussed during this podcast. 